Welcome to the story of writing, a look at how writers and written work made history and how they changed us too. Today is June 13th, 2023. I'm John Brown. On this day in 1966, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that police must inform suspects of their Fifth Amendment rights before questioning them. It is widely, though incorrectly, believed that because of the decision in Miranda v. Arizona, the police have to explain an individual's rights when being arrested. This does often happen, but people can be arrested without being Mirandized. It's a small but important distinction. If an officer of the law says you have the right to remain silent, you are likely to be questioned for the purpose of building a case, and that might be a case against you or someone you know. And it was on this day in 1967 that then-Solicitor General Thurgood Marshall was nominated to serve as a justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. Before his nomination, Marshall argued 32 cases before the nation's top court. He won 29 of them. The biggest was Brown v. Board of Education. It is impossible to overstate the difficulty in winning this case because of the legal precedent established by the 1896 Supreme Court case Plessy v. Ferguson. That case made it sufficient to provide separate but equal facilities and material for blacks and whites. In Brown v. Board of Education, Marshall and his fellow advocates arguing the case had to convince the nine white men of the Supreme Court that separate but equal was essentially not true. And that's what happened. In a unanimous ruling, Chief Justice Earl Warren wrote that in the field of public education, the doctrine of separate but equal has no place. Separate educational facilities are inherently unequal. Recalling his own reaction to the decision, Marshall said, I was so happy I was numb. It was 13 years later that Marshall was nominated by President Lyndon Johnson to the Supreme Court. He was confirmed by the Senate and became the first black justice on the court. And it was on this day the New York Times began publishing the Pentagon Papers, Daniel Ellsberg was a military analyst who had stolen reams of secret documents from the U.S. military. He said he wanted the American public to know the truth about what he called the wrongful war in Vietnam. For years, the federal government, including Democratic and Republican presidents, had claimed the war was just and winnable. The Pentagon Papers revealed in detail that neither was true. And William Butler Yeats was born on this day in 1865. He is one of the most influential poets from the British Isles. He was born in Ireland, educated in Dublin and London, and embraced his Irish roots. As a writer, his insight and blunt honesty made his work resonate across Britain and beyond. He is still widely read and studied throughout the English-speaking world. Politically, he was an Irish nationalist who leaned toward authoritarianism. Yeats was an elitist, contemptuous of liberalism, which he considered akin to mob rule. He saw fascism as a means toward public order, like trains running on time. He was an appointed senator of the Irish Free State and won the 1923 Nobel Prize for Literature. Professor and writer Fintan O'Toole proposed the Yeats test, saying, The proposition is simple. The more quotable Yeats seems to commentators and politicians, the worse things are. With that in mind, today's reading is Yeats' well-known poem, The Second Coming. Turning and turning in the widening gyre, the falcon cannot hear the falconer.
Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The blood-dimmed tide is loosed, and everywhere the ceremony of innocence is drowned. The best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. Surely some revelation is at hand. Surely the second coming is at hand. The second coming. Hardly are those words out when a vast image out of Spiritus Mundi troubles my sight. Somewhere in sands of the desert, a shape with lion body and the head of a man, a gaze blank and pitiless as the sun, is moving its slow thighs, while all about it real shadows of the indignant desert birds. The darkness drops again, but now I know. The twenty centuries of stony sleep were vexed to nightmare by a rocking cradle. And what rough beast, its hour come round at last, slouches toward Bethlehem to be born. And that is the story of writing for June 13th. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow on the show, the luncheon that ended Mexico's rule of California, just a short time before gold was discovered in Sutter's Creek. What writing has changed you? Please let me know at storyofwriting.com.